I want to talk to somebody in charge. You are not fooling anybody when you say that what happened was a natural disaster. You're lying. It was not an earthquake. It wasn't a typhoon. Because what's really happening is that you're hiding something out there. And it is going to send us back to the Stone Age. Hi everybody and welcome to the first ever episode of Light Banter Action, a movie review show we're going to do on the podcast stream. So if you were thinking, this is the Game Central stream, why is there some random podcast popped up on my feed? Uh, it's because this is just something we're going to do extra whenever the sort of big films of the year come out. Just going to get a few members of the community together, we're going to review it, talk about it, what we like, what we didn't like, hopefully have an argument or two. Uh, but not today, because I've got the loveliest man in the entire Game Central group with me. I've got Don Goss. How are you doing, Don? I'm all right. Good evening. No, that's very kind of you to say so. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Uh, so I did ask everybody in the group. I left the message up for a few days saying, did anyone see Godzilla? Anyone want to talk about it? And pretty much no one did. So you've sort of saved me. <laughs> saved this idea I've been having for a while of reviewing films. So well, we'll, thank you very we'll much. <laughs> Uh, so without further ado, I'll just explain the format. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to review the film uh, generally at first. Uh, the first half of the podcast will just be us telling you what we thought about it in general. Then we're going to get into specific spoilers uh, in the last half. You'll have plenty of warning, so if you've not seen the film, don't worry about skipping the whole podcast. Just wait until the spoiler bit, and then you can do whatever you want after that. Um, so I think we're just going to jump straight in. So Don... <clears throat> Godzilla, Yo. King of the Monsters. Indeed. What did you think? I actually, I, I really quite enjoyed this film. Um, I've been looking forward, forward to it for quite a while. Um, I, uh, uh, I've seen some of the old Japanese ones uh, from the 50s and 60s. Yep. Um, and um, uh, I haven't come, I haven't seen the old 1998 version with Matthew Broderick, yeah. uh, which I wasn't <laughs> impressed with. Um, <laughs> Um, I, I was really looking forward to this and, and knowing that um, uh, Gareth, uh, I've forgotten the surname's uh, the director. It's Edwards. Edwards. It's Edwards, yeah, quite right. Uh, having seen uh, Monsters that he did previously um, for basically no money, yeah. um, which is really quite impressive um, for what it was. Uh, I, was, I, was I had quite high hopes for this. <clears throat> and um, I, I, was, I was pretty much um, uh, pretty satisfied with the, with the, with the outcome in general. Um, I, the story was way better than the than the the old ninety eight uh, version. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it kind of they'd harked back more to the original Japanese um, stories from the fifties and sixties. Um, they they got the kind of the the narrative that they'd used back in those days um, far more. Uh, they they kind of uh, paid homage to that way way more than they did in the uh, in the old one, yeah. um, which I really liked. They they gave Godzilla some kind of actual personality rather than just making him a kind of dinosaur effectively that was which isn't what he, he is but yeah. uh but the old 98 one he was just a giant dinosaur effectively and the way he moved and stuff he was just purely an animal well she um, and, and nothing else sheep yes Slate eggs. Right. Slate eggs. God, I forgot. that's how good it was I'd, I'd forgotten that <laughs> there was actually eggs and then it turned into jurassic park for the second half where they were running around with the, <laughs> the little kind of raptor like baby dinosaurs which i just hated Not great. but um <laughs> um <laughs> 
but uh, but yeah, they 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 gave him some um, some personality. I felt anyway in, in his actions and stuff made him more of a, a character um, uh, in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, yeah, I was I was I was quite impressed. It's not perfect by any means. Um, there aren't many films that are, uh, especially when it comes to just big action um, stuff and having you know big stuff stomping around, killing things, smashing the place up. Um, yep. But but I think for for what it was and the way the way they that he went about directing this, I, I, I was really quite impressed. Yeah, I think you hit the yeah. nail on the head with uh, big things stomping on things and blowing things up. <laughs> uh, if that's what you're coming to this film for, like I was, then you're going to be pretty happy, like I was. Um, I, I knew it was Gareth Edwards going in, but I actually really didn't like Monsters at all. Did you not? No, I, I thought the two characters in Monsters were awful. I thought they were badly <laughs> written, and badly acted. Um, and I also have the same to say about Godzilla. I've, yeah, <laughs> the, the humans in this film are the worst window dressing in the world, but unfortunately they're so necessary to yeah. make the bits that you want to be epic all the more epic. Because you, you need a face on the ground to get the scale. Um, one of the things that sort of disappointed me before I saw the film was they released a trailer very close to the release date that showed that there were more monsters than just Godzilla did they? Um, I didn't see that Yeah, so I, was, I was completely unaware of that and, and until you just said it I had no idea I was completely unaware of it until like a few days before it came out and I was like oh man I would have loved to have not known that oh man see but I then... didn't know so when I saw it it was a, a surprise to me so I was like this is cool There's, this you. is happening now I'm jealous of you <laughs> <laughs> but but ultimately, it didn't end up ruining it for me because as soon as you know it's Godzilla fighting another monster, like, you don't know everything. That's not like, oh, it's ruined for me now. Because mm-hmm. you still get to witness it and it still keeps uh, going in different directions. I really liked, like you said, the depiction of Godzilla. In the 1998 one, he was just a monster destroying a city for basically no reason. <laughs> yeah. But in this, they find um, an intelligent way to make you sympathise with him, or I should say, I should say, empathise with him. Like they give you a good reason why he's the good guy fighting them, and why they're the bad guy. Even though no one's inherently good or bad, you know, it's like if you yeah. watch two dogs fighting in the street, <laughs> they're just fighting like because that's what dogs do. Like you know, they're giant yeah. animals. That's they're gonna fight. <laughs> Uh, it just so happens that the one we want to win is the one that's not doing as much damage as the other. <laughs> well, that's kind of been the the the, the, the um, part. What hark back to the, the Japanese films is in the later films he kind of becomes a kind of anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Um, he you know he ends up being used to protect Earth effectively and and the people from the other rampaging monsters. Yeah. Um, and um, but at the same time he's still like you know smashing up cities and knocking buildings down. Uh, a bit, you know, and people getting killed and stuff. Yeah, he's, got, he's, effectively he's got wide hips. Stuff. You can't get in between <laughs> all them skyscrapers very well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so so he is, uh, you know, effectively trying to protect people, but not necessarily because they're people. He's, you know, he's not he's not kind of stand. He's not he's not like Superman trying to defend people from evil. He's he's just doing his what he does and you know fighting other monsters. And it just happens that there's people in the way, and that it just happens to be that. In him, in him doing that, 
he's effectively helping us <laughs> get rid of this menace. Yeah, well, th- those um, teaser, tra- teaser trailers definitely made it look like he was just destroying a sea willy nilly. Yeah, yeah. Like the the first one with um, the Halo jump where they're skydiving and they break through the clouds and you just see Godzilla <clears throat> in a burning sea. You just yeah. assume he's the one fucking everything up, but obviously, you know, according to the Godzilla mythology, that's not ever going to be the case. He's not just going to be rampaging for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of people I knew had that problem. They were like, what, they said this is going to be like actual Godzilla, but he's just wrecking a city for no reason again. <laughs> so it's kind of good to know that they're really sticking close to Godzilla's uh, lineage. And yeah. um just want to talk about the way this film was shot very intelligently. The guy who made monsters, I don't agree with his characters or his writing, but the way he shoots this film is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, everything is like um, human's eye view, which reminds me of one of my favourite films, which I get a lot of shit for loving, uh, Cloverfield. I, yeah, I quite like that. I love it so much. Um, yeah. It gave me the same feeling because everything in Cloverfield obviously is a it's just a handheld camera filming yeah. everything. So when you see the monster, it's what you would actually see. Um, and he does a really good job of that same feeling with actual cinematic cameras and angles and uh, cinematography. So there's a one shot in particular where it's like a sort of a Chinatown street. And then you just see the tip of Godzilla's tail going past as if you were standing on the road watching it go past. And just the size of it. It makes it very easy to imagine what you would feel like if this were real. Yeah. Which the 1998 one definitely didn't have <laughs> at all. It was just so completely removed from reality um, that it was uh, kind of a joke. Not that this one is entirely realistic. I'm sure we're going to get into spoilers. There'll be some stuff to talk about that's uh, maybe a little bit far-fetched. But um, on the whole... I went in excited. There were a few moments where I was like, oh, but ultimately, coming out of the film after the last third or so, I was like, oh, yeah, next one. <laughs> Bring me the next one now. <laughs> which, which has actually been greenlit now because this, is, um, this has actually been um, really quite successful. Um, uh, made their money back really over the weekend immediately. Um, so they've greenlit the second one already. Um, so it's definitely going to happen. Which is good, because is great. they're definitely setting up uh, a series, I would say. You think so? Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, honestly, they've got, they've got all the places they can certainly go with it With the, if you uh, <laughs> look at the uh, the old films. Yeah, you don't have to um, dig very deep to find a whole <laughs> no. heap of Godzilla monsters that you could yeah. easily imagine in a sequel. Totally. But yeah. Um, but no, I, yeah, I agree. The way it's, it's really, really well shot. Um um, I, I like that, that that proper you know it's, it's from the human's eye view, um, and um, it's uh, I, th- I think actually that ended up because uh, I've I've read a few comments and things that people have read uh, on reviews and on on YouTube. Never read the comments on YouTube, but <laughs> but I did, and um, there's a lot of people commenting that they 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 didn't see they didn't feel like they saw enough of Godzilla mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I I really felt they were missing the point of how it was shot, yeah. you know, the point of view of, you know, the narrative being from the human's point of view and all that kind of stuff. And, um, uh, and, and sometimes it's cutting to, to shots from, you know, the TV and stuff, um, rather than sticking with stuff just blatantly in your face. Yeah. They're very um, creative at the way they choose to sort of, uh, hide Godzilla. 
yeah yeah which, which I, I it makes it it's better you know the the whole whole thing of not just give showing everything at once even though we knew what Godzilla looked like and everything yeah um they're not just chucking it in your face you know every scene <laughs> it's just a you know with just Godzilla right there bang in the middle of the scene um <clears throat> smashing the place up and what have you but um it's much, it's much more intelligent than that um it is uh but um, yeah, I, I, yeah it, it definitely worked to its advantage. Yeah, I, I do remember you saying though um, on Facebook that you didn't like the look of Godzilla. Uh, yeah, going into it, I was that's the one thing I was mostly worried about <laughs> of all things to be worried about in a film um, was just from the trailers and stuff. Um, he he was just this kind of uh, he was just uniformly kind of browny gray in color, and mm-hmm. uh, it just didn't seem to he didn't seem very uh, well defined. Um, like you, you know, he can get kind of lost in the background, and then you knowing that there's just going to be a lot of destruction, and how the Americans like to, um, when they do a lot of CGI destruction, they do dust particles on everything, yeah. and they, they pile them on and pile them on, and um, uh, and, you th- and you think, well, he's just going to get lost in this kind of um, this haze, and I think occasionally I felt like he did a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but but also that was down to the the, the choice of um, the choice of shots they were using, yeah. uh, uh, but overall. Um, it, it it did kind of work. I I don't know. I just kind of I just wanted it to be a bit more definition, so you could definitely pick out. You know, it wasn't just this monotone color um, thing. I suppose I was just going back thinking about old brown first person shooters and that, <laughs> just, just being monotone and thinking, please just put some color in. Um, well, there's there's hints here and there. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, like I we've already had this conversation on Facebook comments, <laughs> but people don't know that. Like, it wouldn't make any sense for him to be like bright and colourful like he lives yeah. underwater he comes from an age where there was no reason to like be bright and colourful you're just kicking the shit out of everything because you're Godzilla yeah, I was, but you know they don't need to attract a mate in that sense because they're fucking massive so yeah. <laughs> they can probably see each other that thing's got to be millions of years old now I mean it's... <laughs> <laughs> it obviously it doesn't need to get laid it it <laughs> Yeah, it, it does make sense from a, I suppose, a biological point of view, uh, <laughs> if you look at it that way. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to touch on as well uh, is the sound. Um, the sound in this film is really good. Anytime yeah. Godzilla opens its mouth, it's like, holy shit. Yeah, definitely. Sort of spine tinkling like hairs on the back of your neck. <laughs> they really nailed what that thing should sound like. Yeah. And all the, like, um, just them going through, like, a destroyed city... Um, I really bought that. Like, they get all the sounds perfect. It's sort of you can hear the fight going on in the background, but it's still kind of still and sort of eerie and creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, they just did a really good job with everything but the characters and the writing. <laughs> <laughs> I stress uh, again. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, completely agree with you on the sound design. They've really worked on it, um, and I think they've they've purposely done that they've made sure they've done that because of the way they've shot the scenes and they're knowing how much they're showing of, of the monsters and all the rest of it. So they need to make sure they get the sound really, really perfect. Um, so I think anyone who's, who hasn't seen it, who's going to go and see this, definitely try and see it on the biggest screen you can with the, the most powerful sound system that, you know, the biggest possible one that you've got wherever you live. Um, Cause it's really worth it to go and see it just, you know, to be properly immersed in that sound. Yeah. I saw uh, it in a 3d. Did you? I didn't know. I've I've yet to be converted to, to 3D. <laughs> yeah, there are a few films where I think I want to see it in 3D, but this, I thought, you know, the scale and everything, um, it might 
make 3D worth it. And yeah. Did it? Did it work for you? Not really. There was like five minutes of the film where I was like, okay, I'm glad I saw this in 3D. But for the majority, it's just used for very slight depth, so nothing's flying at the screen or anything like that, which is fine. Um, but most of the time, it's just like Aaron Taylor-Johnson stood in the middle of the screen and the background <laughs> is just behind him instead of <laughs> instead yeah. of a normal screen. It's just a bit underwhelming. There are times when, you know, Godzilla stood there and you are sort of looking at him against the skyline and it's like, that's cool. But not often. So, yeah. I mean, you can normally tell when a film's been shot purposely for 3D because there's tons of stuff flying at the screen, um, you know, punches being thrown at the screen and all that kind of business. And, um, and I did kind of cross, it did cross my mind as I was watching it, you know, there's... Or whenever I'm watching a film these days, especially um, when stuff just suddenly appears at the screen, you just go, "They've only done that because they want to do it in 3D." You know, they've just made this, ex- you know, this this car or whatever fly towards <laughs> the screen for no reason other than they wanted to come out of the screen at people. Um, yeah. But but it didn't seem to me that there was a lot of that sort of thing happening. There was the uh, odd bit, like this bit where like water's coming at you and you're like, "Ooh," <laughs> not um, not enough to warrant an extra. Some cinemas, it's like an extra seven pound or something isn't Jesus, it so right. i wouldn't uh i wouldn't shell out i wouldn't go out of my way to see it in 3d but you know if you've got the option it's not that much more uh there's a cinema in manchester i go to where it's only two pound more so that's not bad you know that's cool. just, just chipping a little two pound <clears throat> plus i like the cinema so giving a little bit more money is not that <laughs> but yeah nice. i think uh i can definitely recommend it uh, a lot of things people are saying are not necessarily wrong uh, I just had sort of the opposite reaction. But then, this is a guy who loves Cloverfield, so <laughs> take everything I say with a pinch of salt. <laughs> Don's the voice of reason. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I overall totally enjoyed it, and I, I do enjoy Clo- I enjoy Cloverfield, um, just like you did. So I, 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 I didn't enjoy I, Cloverfield, John. I yeah. loved Cloverfield. <laughs> I own Cloverfield on DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, That's how much I love Cloverfield. I've only got the DVD, so we'll... We'll say no, you I'm win joking. that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the um, the nineteen ninety eight one we brought up a few times. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really interesting. I came out of this film with sort of a similar reaction to it in the nineteen ninety eight one because in nineteen ninety eight I was like ten, um, and I was like, oh, there was a three D monster, but there's just these people running around doing really boring stuff that they focused on. Like, it's kind of similar in a way to a 10 year old's opinion (laughs) like you know you do want to see Godzilla and I understand the um, the stuff that's going on in the foreground is to sort of make all that Godzilla stuff have context and be better when you finally get to it but focusing on these human characters um, they're played by really good actors like Aaron Taylor Johnson Really good, obviously. Brian Cranston, really good, obviously. Yeah. But um, like contriving ways to have them part of the film when there's not really any reason for them to be the places they are, apart from that it's convenient for the script. That really reminded me of the 1998 Godzilla. Um, okay. Where it doesn't really make sense for you know Matthew Broderick to be. Oh, I just happened to run into Godzilla on the street. Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> but um, there were a few too many instances of 
we got to get Aaron Taylor Johnson somewhere near these monsters so that when we put the camera on him, we can have some cool monster stuff in the background. He's a bit like, oh, I see what you're doing here. You, you're better than this, Gareth Edwards. Probably. I don't like monsters. But people do. <laughs> so, yeah. I recommend it, though. The bits that I liked far, far overshadowed the bits I didn't like. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I can tolerate Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> see, I don't, I've not seen him, I don't think, in anything else. And if I have, I haven't remembered him. Kickass? Did you see Kickass? I have. Was he in that? God. Yeah, he's it's been a long time. He is Kickass. Yeah. No, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's been such a long time since I've seen that film. I've, I've seen sort of the year it came out, and I've not seen it since. And he's grown up a lot since then. Yeah, he he's going to be in the um, the next nice Avengers. Jesus, he's going to be Quicksilver in the Avengers too. Yeah, so. yeah. Looking forward to that, but that's a podcast for another time. For another day. Uh, so for now, I think we'll just jump straight into spoilers. Dun, dun, So man is thinking nature is in our control. And not the other way around. Brian Cranston dies like 10 minutes in. What the, fu- <laughs> what the fuck is that? He's like the best actor they could possibly have got in the film and they kill him off so I, soon. I, 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 I mean, I, it didn't seem like he died that quickly to me, although everyone who's commented on, on, on it has said he, you know, he's just suddenly, he's not in it hardly at all. But he didn't seem to me like he, he died really quickly. Um, I don't know why. I mean, the cinema I watched it in was pretty much empty because uh, it was a really, really hot day. So everybody, and it was, it was the afternoon, so everyone had, you know, gone out with their mates or down the pub or whatever, or was just thought it would be too hot to sit and watch a film. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do nothing else, so <laughs> I just go to the movies, <laughs> sit in this massive cinema with only about 10 other people in it. Air-conditioned um, on a nice yes, hot day. Yes, that's the, that was basically the plan, just get out <laughs> of the bloody sun. Um, <clears throat> um, so, it, I don't know, so I was very relaxed, just sat there, chilled, and just, you know, just letting it kind of wash over me and let it happen. And it's, um, that's what she said. And um, the, yeah, um, Jesus, and uh, I don't know. It, it seemed like there was a fair bit to his story for me, and and I kind of, I, I kind of half guessed that he would probably snuff it um, at some point in the film because um, he was he, he's one of those characters where you know you know he suffered a loss and he's so desperate to get to the truth and all this kind of business, and you just know that that character is not going to have a, a happy ending sooner or later. Um, and it was, I suppose, a bit sooner rather than later. Um, <laughs> it was. But um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what, what else they'd have done with his character beyond have him also just run around um, and, and be Mr. Science Guy like Matthew Broderick was. Um, mm. Yeah, and, well, that's what the trailer sort of made it look like. Like, you yeah, know, that's... there was lots of shots of him looking into the camera and then them showing a shot of Godzilla. And it's like, oh, he's going to totally be fighting Godzilla somehow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they did that on purpose, though. And, and a lot yeah. of people have given the, 
the film stick for this, you know, for the trailers playing up to Brian Cranston being in it and stuff, and then him, him just dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and them saying, you know, oh, they've sold it to us on the basis of, you know, basically a lie that Brian Cranston's hardly in it and, you know, Godzilla isn't in it as much as he should and all this stuff. But I'm like, but that's kind of the purpose of a trailer. Like, not these trailers that you've, a few years back, were showing you the entire film in a trailer yeah. and there's no point going to see the film. But they've they've done they purposely not done that, and that's why I was surprised when you said that the, you'd seen a trailer where where they show you there's other monsters in this. Yeah. Because um, I figured they had just completely hidden that in, completely because um, they just wanted you to think it was just it was just Godzilla and Brian Cranston, and then you go and see it, and you're totally <laughs> surprised by the fact that Brian Cranston snuffs it after half an hour, and then Godzilla isn't the first monster that you really see. He is, but not properly. Yeah. Um, but the first monster that you know appears, and you think, "Oh, right now, the big monster's about to come out of the ground and you know hatch or whatever." Um, but it's not Godzilla, and that is, you know, supposed to be a big surprise. Um, yeah, well, and they... I wondered that when I was like, "Hang on, Godzilla's in this weird fucking shape egg. That is he? Where is he? <laughs> what is he curled up in a ball? What is going on here?" Yeah. And then, of course, you see the claw kind of thing come out, and you think, "Right, this is not Godzilla. There's, there's another monster in there." This is going to get good because it means there's going to be a fight between big giant monsters. And then it I'm flies, and you're like, <gasps> you're like, they yes. did a they did do a really good job with those trailers. Like they just edited shots um, to have completely different scenes in them. Like the Halo jump, the iconic first trailer they showed. Yeah, where are falling down to the city and they come through the clouds and you just see Godzilla moving. In the film, they come through the clouds and you see Godzilla fighting the fuck out of the big flying monster, <laughs> yeah. like from this guy's point of view as he's f- fucking it, skydiving. Yeah, past and skydives him. right past him. <laughs> That's like, like that, that genuinely cool. had my jaw on the floor when I saw it. Mainly because it's fucking awesome <laughs> to see cool. what that would look like, and B because of how expertly done the trailer was to make me think that would never be what I was going to see. Yeah. Um, the other example was there's a shot in the trailer where there's like some doors closing and as they're closing you can see Godzilla walking towards the screen and you're like fuck yes. in yeah. the film those doors are still closing but as they're closing in the background you see Godzilla like slamming a guy into a building and <laughs> like punching him in the face so they did a, a very good job of making that trailer awesome on its own and yeah. it not subverting um your enjoyment of the film by knowing what was going to happen. Yeah, definitely. I wish more films would do that, um, but I doubt they will, <laughs> unfortunately. So, Aaron Taylor-Johnson in this film, mm-hmm. he gets around. <laughs> Quite quickly. He finds himself at the spot where the Muto first hatches and his dad gets killed there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm so sad. Take me far away from, as far away from this place as you can. And they're like, okay, Miami. Miami, you can get a plane from Miami straight to San Francisco. He's like, alright, go to Miami. Miami. Oh, the thing just happens to land in Miami. <laughs> and now Godzilla's there as well, and they're going to fight in the airport where Aaron Taylor Johnson is. And you're like, <laughs> okay, we're getting some cool shots out of this, but okay. And then he's in some random town where the train is driving through that just happens to be the train with the nukes on. And then he gets on that train and that train just happens to be stopped by the mum, or the woman one, <laughs> who also nearly kills the fuck out of him. We get some cool shots out of that. And then he also just happens to be the guy who kills all of the 
females eggs in the city because he's the one person in the world who can do this one thing which he doesn't even need to do in the end <laughs> uh yeah i i wasn't i i can't remember I, maybe i'm misremembering things because I've, <laughs> I've only said it once and i'm trying to remember everything that happened in it uh, what are you misremembering um, <laughs> misremembering um i can't, um wasn't it was wasn't it san francisco because I thought that I thought he'd gone from Japan to San Francisco, and because uh, that's the way across the Pacific, you you end up from Japan, you end up going across the Pacific, you come into San Francisco, and then Godzilla is following Mothra. Um, not not that he's called Mothra in this, but no. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Mothra anyway. Um, uh, so he's swimming across the Pacific uh, to get there, and I. Christ, I can't remember where Aaron Taylor Johnson was if he was in <laughs> if he was in um, San Francisco because I thought he'd gone back home to see his wife. Well, that um, was sort of and, his plan, but what? what but he didn't, is... did he? Oh no, he didn't because he ends up calling his wife and going, "Dad's dead." Yeah, and she he, was like, "He calls her and says, Dad's yeah. dead,' and he says, Stay there and wait for me.' Even yes, though he knows right. all the shit's going to go down in San Francisco, just yeah, tell her it... to get the fuck out <laughs> of the sea. Well, what does he think is going to happen when when? You know, two fuck off monsters just land in San Francisco. What does he think is going to happen? They're going to tear the place up. But still, yeah. So the timeline is this, right? So he's in Japan when the first one like takes off. Yes. Shit goes down, and then he gets flown to an aircraft carrier, and then from the aircraft carrier he gets taken to Hawaii because that's the closest possible um, point like on the west of the United States. Yeah. So it's like the first place they could drop him off where he could get back. So he gets dropped off there, and it just happens that the flying Muto has grabbed a nuclear submarine out of the sea and taken oh, it to right. Miami, no, Hawaii yes. even, to Hawaii, eat yeah. its nuclear warheads. <clears throat> and that's <laughs> yeah. when Godzilla turns up and shit gets wrecked. That's yes. the moment, by the way, where the... Um, Godzilla really fucks Hawaii up. Uh, where, like, <laughs> yeah, they're having that party on the beach. Yeah, where the um, the tsunami occurs, and that like in three D like comes right at your face, and I was like, right. Ooh. um, so they go from Hawaii to San Francisco, but for some reason, Aaron Taylor Johnson can no longer get to San Francisco from there, so he goes with this train, right? Uh, yeah, because he's the bomb disposal dude. Which gets so, intercepted yeah. by <laughs> the one... By Mummy Mothra. From Las Vegas. It's yeah, all oh, very that's weird. Right. Yeah, because they were kind of meeting in the middle, weren't they? Because she'd been hiding in the Nevada, in the nuclear waste. Yeah, that, that seems center. cool. Where yeah. she, they open the uh, the thing and there's just light coming out and they open it and she's fucking gone. She's just gone. <laughs> yeah. It just I, That's the thing I found most weird. It was like, no matter what happens, Aaron Taylor Johnson's there to see it <laughs> with his own eyes. Like, he, he sees the eggs when it walks over him by chance. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, hmm. <clears throat> okay. Then he's the only person in the world who can disable this one warhead. And then in the end, he can't even get the cover off. So, <laughs> so there's no point. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even do that. He actually just gets knocked out and, and can't do it. Yeah, uh, and that boat though at the end there, where he's because the, the plan was to kind of this is where the, the plan was to end up being a bit similar to the the ninety eight Godzilla where they had that part in it where they dumped a load of fish in the street to draw her out, and then they were going to try and you know attack her. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do the same thing with the pair of nukes in this film, 
blow one up 20 miles offshore so the radiation would attract them out there and then use the second one to, to actually destroy them. Yeah, except they um, just ate them on the way. Except, yeah, mum's comes on, just eats them, just just swallows them down. Just a little snack on the way. Take away. Yeah, a little 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 meals on wheels. Um, <laughs> it's uh, but that boat that at the end where he's um, trying, you know, supposed to disarm that that uh, the warhead, he just gets knocked out, and then it goes off like five minutes later. There's no way that boat is any more than half a mile offshore at that point because <laughs> it's it's this tiny little kind of chug boat that's never going to get that far in five minutes so pretty much all of san francisco would be completely irradiated yeah if i uh, may uh make a pun <laughs> there's gonna be some definite fallout from that in the sequel god hey yeah yeah that's uh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so you went into this film <clears throat> having seen some of the classic godzillas uh yes i'm less um What's the word? Familiar with those yep. old ones. So, did you know he was going to breathe hella blue fire? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, the, the, I mean, I've seen the, uh, the American uh, kind of recuts because what they did back in the fifties, they made Gojira, um, yeah. King of Monsters, and then Gojira versus Mothra and Gojira Rising and all this other stuff. But they got recut for okay. the American audience. And so, for example, the first one, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, the Japanese version has loads of stuff in it about um, uh, fear of uh, you know, nuclear attack and radiation and all this kind of stuff. It's yeah. obviously born off the back of uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, um, which has informed Japanese you know, culture and cinema and, uh, and storytelling ever since. Um, yeah, yeah, you can see, I mean, especially you know, anime, manga and stuff. It's just all of that stuff ends up harkening back to, to this fear of destruction and, and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, Tokyo gets just wasted in pretty much all their literature. <laughs> um, uh, so, but the American version of it kind of cuts a lot of that out and instead rep- puts in a load of stuff where you're following an American reporter in Tokyo, okay. played by played by Raymond Burr, um, and he's basically just there, kind of narrating uh, what happens as Godzilla just appears, and all he does is just smash the place up. It's just Godzilla just wanders out the bay into Tokyo and trashes the place. And then he, um, or he trashes an island actually first. And then everyone's like, what the hell is this? Um, then they realize he's on his way to Tokyo. Um, and, and literally it's just them trying to kill Godzilla because all he's doing is rampaging and smashing the crap out of the place. Right. That is his entire, re- there's no reason for him doing it. He's just, that's just his thing. Um, <laughs> and during that, his, um, his radiation breath, um, makes his first appearance in that first film where his, his spines light up and this radiation breath comes out and he starts setting fire to whatever the hell he feels like in the sea. Okay. Um, uh, and, but actually, weirdly, in that first film, even though there are like four or five, maybe six even, other films, um, Gojira films that are made after that, they actually kill Godzilla in the first film okay. in the weirdest way ever. They, there's a scientist who's developed a kind of a special little formula of stuff that <laughs> when you put it in water, it uh, removes all the oxygen from it almost immediately. And for some reason, this kills whatever's in the water. So he tests it on a, like a fish tank. It just all bubbles up and then there's nothing but fish skeletons left in it. Right. And, he, and, and he's going, no, you can't use, you know, trying to get them not to use this powerful weapon. 
because it'll be misused in the future. And but you know, eventually he kind of destroys his um, his research and just says you can use it this once. I've destroyed my research; can never use it again. And they basically just drop it in the sea um, and, and detonate it. And um, <laughs> and Godzilla um, is killed by this <laughs> weird bomb that kind of just removes oxygen from water, which is somehow harmful. Um, it's incredibly weird. And all that happened, you just see the skeleton of Godzilla at the end just collapse into the into the sea. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, so um, getting back to the point <laughs> um, on how the, this new film kind of harkens back to the the originals, the the whole radiation thing obviously is put way is put back into this film a lot more. They the the, the feeding on radiation yeah. and the fear of radiation, the quarantine zone thing, albeit fake. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and all that, and all that stuff. The use of nuclear weapons, the fact they can absorb radiation, all this kind of stuff. So there's way more emphasis on just radiation in general, um, and how it is part of the, the lives of these monsters is back in there. Um, the thing, most of all, though, that I'm, that's in this film is the characterization of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's way more than just a, a lizard. And even though uh, people say he's not seen, you know, loads in this film, I, I think he's seen enough. And you, but you, and you get an impression that he's not just a lizard; he's kind of a, 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 a unique character on his own. Um, he's, you know, he stands on two legs and has two arms and can throw punches, and uh, you know, and he's got some intelligence to his movement and stuff. And there's some points where in this film he's kind of he kind of stands and almost poses for the camera. They do like close up on his face <laughs> at one point where uh, I can't remember if it's um, if it's the the human actor or if it's, or if it's um, he's turning to stare at um, one of the motors, but. Um, you basically kind of, they kind of get a, a portrait shot of his face and he just has this kind of, kind of puts this scowly look on his face like, I'm about to kick the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've pissed me off. And you kind of, you get this like look of personality on kind of like a dog's face in a way, I suppose, hmm. in a weird way because he has that kind of podgy little face that's kind of, you know, you could kind of see it's a bit cute, <laughs> but yeah. also he means business. Um, and and that part of him has, has been directly brought back from, from, from the original Gojira films because it was a man in a suit. Mm-hmm. He had a proper kind of character. The way he moved was more human-like and, and, and more, uh, more definite and stuff rather than the, the 1998 version where he'd moved exactly like a Tyrannosaurus Rex would move yeah, um, just as a two-legged lizard. In this one, he's, you know, he's, he's upright. He's, you know, he's more like a, you know, a proper two, two-legged thing with proper arms and uh, kind of more human-like, I guess. But it, it helps to actually give him an actual... You, the, the audience, a bit more of a sense that he's got a character and he's actually thinking about what he's doing a bit more than just being a, a complete blank slate that just does nothing but accidentally knocks stuff over. Yeah, um, he definitely like uh, he delights in de- in defeating people. You can tell anytime he beats somebody, he's like, ah! <laughs> 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 like these. There's the bit where. Where he finally kills the flying one by like slamming it into a building with his tail. Yeah, I like that. That was cool. You can see as it's coming towards him, like the gears are turning in his head. Like, okay, time <laughs> it properly. Time it properly. Like, he just there's something about him where you can tell he's more than just a mindless beast. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, and then when he does kill him, he has that kind of yeah, fuck you kind of. There's that look of attitude kind yeah. of in him. You know, like he's taking a bit of pride and a bit of <laughs> a bit of arrogance uh, in him. Uh, you know, like yeah, I'm better than you. Kind of thing. A little bit. The, the only thing that did do is it made it made the bit where he like falls down and everyone thinks like, oh, he's dead. Just so unbelievable. Like yeah, he took a bit of a beating, but I don't believe that he would act dead. Like there's no way he's unconscious right now. He just 
absolutely destroyed these two things. Even when he was two on one, <laughs> he was still kind of fine. <clears throat> like he yeah, hadn't even I mean, whipped out his radiation breath yet. Yeah, I mean, he, he, <laughs> he, yeah, that kind of happens. He, he, they end up with two on one. They just like slam into the ground, and then they kind of just. At that point, you then cut back to you know being the proper from the humans' point of view, who are quite a bit of a distance away, yeah. and you see them both just kind of pounding on him as he's on the ground, like like you know two kids kicking the crap out of the third one. Um, just yeah. that kind of you know, um, uh, like proper kind of having a scrap kind of thing. Um, and I, I like the way they've done. You know, they did that. It was much more um, just kind of haphazard, like proper, like real fights are. They aren't choreographed and well planned and stuff. They're just shit quick just hit something before i get you know just stop them hitting me just hit them it's but, that's what happens in real fights and, and it was, was a lot more like that it was another example though of like you know there looks like they might get the upper hand against godzilla but aaron taylor johnson's there to save the day with his distraction by blowing yeah. up those eggs yeah and no the, the whole egg thing was a bit i don't know if that was necessary or not yeah um, i liked the well i say liked <laughs> I, I ironically liked the bit where, like, Aaron Taylor-Johnson just killed all those eggs, and Godzilla just beat the flying one, and then they just sort of look into each other's eyes, and they sort of, all it's missing is, like, a little sly nod to each other, like, yeah, we just we just did, we just did some damage there. Good job, guys. And then, like, Godzilla faints. But it's like, you know, why would just before he faints, he look at Aaron Taylor-Johnson, like, oh, I'm, a, I'm an injured animal. Like, that's like me getting stabbed, and then looking at an ant next to me, like, <laughs> yeah, I took one for the team, buddy. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's so cheesy. It's cheesy as hell. Yeah, it is a little bit, but yeah. I guess you kind of need it for the moment where he reappears and just absolutely destroys the female one. <laughs> in yeah. what is probably one of the best things I've seen in a long time. I did like that. That was cool. Because you're thinking, like, You've seen it in films before where, you know, something will grab something's jaw and just sort of, like, rip the jaw and it's like, oh, that's a horrible way to die. Yeah. And I was sort of waiting for the jaw to crack and then Godzilla, like, leans in and he starts to glow and you're like, no. <laughs> no. Oh, and then he just absolutely breathes radiation down her face. <laughs> that is maybe the most badass kill I've seen in a long time. It was, yeah. They did At a good job. At least in on. this kind of film. I've seen the Ray 2 quite recently. So it's... <laughs> In this kind of film. But there were shots in this film. Like, um, the first time Godzilla stands up after um, getting to San Francisco. Like, you know, he's gone under the San Francisco Bridge. Yeah. um, And there were tanks shooting at him and battleships and all that stuff. The first time he stands up, I was like... Like, my stomach was kind of like, whoa. Because it was just such an epic moment. Like, the CG's so good, you sort of believe... Especially after seeing like the bit in the school bus where it's like the kids' point of view as Godzilla's going past, like the the combination of like seeing their point of view, so it you're putting the mindset immediately of if this was real, this is what it would look like. Then to see him stand up all triumphant, it was like you're in the mindset of if this was real, and then you see a <laughs> shot as iconic and incredible as that, and I yeah. took my breath away, man. Like it, the film was full of moments like that of like. We're going to put you in the shoes of if it was like to be on the ground. So then when we show you something epic, like, you know, Godzilla slamming this thing into a 50-story building, um, you still feel like if this was real. So it has that added weight and gravitas to it. I was just constantly like, 
oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they it, they did a really good job of, of getting that perspective right. It was um, it's probably the best film I've seen where they've 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 really pulled that off properly. Fucking Facebook just made a noise, and that makes me really angry that I forgot to turn Facebook off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that's pretty much all the spoilery stuff covered. I think so. I can't think I hated 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 Aaron Taylor Johnson's wife. <laughs> what is she doing? She gives her child away. Well, first of all, okay. Every human in this film is a complete idiot apart from that Japanese scientist. Every single human is a complete fucking moron. <laughs> she gives her child away on a school bus that's apparently going out of town. And then you cut to the bridge where the police are stopping everybody getting out of town. Yep. They're like, everybody, you can't get past now. You have to stay on this bridge when it's clearly coming towards this bridge. Like, let the school buses pass at least. Let them out of the fucking town. <laughs> fucking idiots. Ugh. That stressed me out so much. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like, you see her like struggling with people at the hospital or whatever and then she's like take my son away so so he's safe cut to the next time you see him this is the world's biggest traffic jam on the bridge and the police aren't letting people pass the reason there's a traffic jam is because the police have engineered this life-threatening situation where there didn't (laughs) need to be one just let the roads happen everyone's going the same fucking way no one's getting out no one's going into the city even like yeah, the army are coming in, but there's like a whole three lanes free anyway that the army are using. Oh. Yeah, people act stupid in this film. Even the general who's like, even though we know for a fact they absorb radiation, let's try and use atom bombs on them. Yeah, that that is a, you just yeah that is probably the most stupid thing in the film. <laughs> and and they've already realised at that point that that they just go after things that are radioactive. Yes, this so, is after so it's that like, point. So let's go and put them on a train and roll them right past where they are and um, and just hope that he doesn't, you know, they've detected radiation from fucking hundreds of miles away and gone and, and you know, picked a submarine out and out, out the sea and started chomping on the on the miss on the nuclear torpedoes in it. Yeah. But let's just uh, let's just roll these nuclear bombs right past them and uh, hope they don't uh, get hungry on the way. Like imagine if a Roomba went past you now with a bacon sandwich on it. <laughs> You'd have that. You would have that. Too. Not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> you would just leave it alone on the off chance. Oh dear. That was um, that was one comment I read about you. What, um, what did you think of the designs of the the motor motos? I've gone over called motos, but I can't remember what they were actually called. Mutos, I think. Mutos. That's it. Um, what did you actually think of the design of those? Because obviously the the, the the male one was obviously um, modelled after of, after Mothra. Uh, and then the female one was uh, flightless, but a lot bigger. And I've read comments somewhere that people were kind of comparing them to Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe a bit harsh. I did think the female one looked a lot like the monster from Cloverfield, actually. Yeah, the whole like, the thing with weird legs and, and the way they move was. Yeah, the way she moves. She even had the two like smaller arms, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Coming out the front, and I've I've seen Cloverfield a lot of times, so instantly I was like, <laughs> is that? Is that the monster from Cloverfield? <laughs> and then it wasn't. Um, I think I actually would have lost my mind if it had been the monster from Cloverfield. <laughs> but the odds were very slim. Um, well, it's a second movie, you never know. It might happen. Well, yeah. But also, um, 
let me well first i'll say i quite liked the designs i think the first monster the one that flies at first i was like that's that looks a bit small to me I think that's maybe a bit too small to actually believably take on Godzilla. So when there was a second one and it was way bigger, I was a bit relieved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think they were they were a good pairing. Like the flying one gave you some awe-inspiring. Like this thing's flying past an apartment building where people are still working on like the 80th floor. <laughs> people are stupid in this film. I'll repeat <laughs> yep. again. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it gave you cool moments like that, and the the female one that was much bigger was a believable like I'm actually going to push Godzilla into this building. Yeah, and yeah. so it had that kind of it was kind of a fair fight when they were combined against Godzilla. Yeah, you, you did you did feel there was a you know decent challenge there, and that it was possible that they could kick his ass, perhaps you know, but only when they were teamed up. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say is, if any film should have had an after credit sequence, it's this film. Yeah, yeah. That I tells on, me they I didn't... checked online first whether it was, <laughs> uh, whether there was going to be on whether I was going to sit through the whole credit sequence or not. I sit through every credit sequence. I, I normally just do just in case, but I knew that I, I knew beforehand this one didn't have one. So, but it yeah, tells you're, me you're right. They didn't think it was going to do very well. Necessarily. Well, well, they weren't 100% sure, I guess. I mean, this had a budget of, what, $160 million, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which is $160 million than the budget for Monsters. Um, <laughs> and, um, uh, and and they put, or I think, you know, with the Monster stuff, however, however much or however little, you know, people decide is actually in it, they really put it on screen. Um, I think, with the, you know, um, they really pulled it off. And CG effects on this are probably... Uh, Really, really impressive. Um, they're, they are pretty much seamless with uh, with the real, uh, the real, uh, real action stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, but I think they weren't necessarily sure. I mean, they didn't push the budget into stupid stratospheric levels. Um, you know, the two or three hundred million dollar mark because they weren't totally sure whether a new Godzilla film would actually um, would actually do it. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, I've uh, forgotten what the point was. Again. <laughs> well, the point was there was no after credit sequence. Yes. And I, no yeah, film so, yeah normally they normally, yeah, so they weren't sure if there's going to be a sequel or that sort of thing. And normally that's what they do in the after credit sequence. They're, gonna, they're lining up for some bit that might happen for a sequel and, and stuff like that. Um, so I guess that's probably why they didn't want to, you know, but raise the any expectations they of there being a sequel because they, they weren't going to guarantee a sequel happening unless it was a hit. But the, even if there wasn't a sequel, what did they lose by doing that? Like, even if it had just been something small, like a little animatronic, a little <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> no, maybe like I don't know, some egg hatching somewhere in the world, and a <clears throat> little three-headed lizard is, comes out like with yeah. wings. That would have been quite good. You know, something just yeah. something tiny like that. It doesn't have to be massive. Or just something like yeah, um, because. Something back where you know, back underground, just seeing something else, yeah, you know, moving or whatever, because you know all these monsters are supposed to have retreated to uh, the depths of the earth um, for millions of years. Um, yeah, I, I guess they could have put something in there. But, yeah, uh, I, I would. I think we're quite used to them now, I think, because all the all the Marvel stuff always has after after credit sequences. So we're quite used to the, these big action films and and anything that's a, kind of a blockbuster having yeah. stuff there. So we kind of expect it a little bit, I guess. Now we are a bit spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking my like uh, my ideal ending would have been 
the after credit sequence just shows basically the ending of Cloverfield. As if Cloverfield's happening was <laughs> another one of these mutos like <laughs> yeah. appearing. And then the ve- like the very end could be like you see Cloverfield happening and then mm. just Godzilla swimming towards New York. Like that would I mean it's it was obviously never gonna happen. It's obviously a fever dream that I'm never gonna ever get to see. Yeah. But it yeah. would have blown my mind and probably about five people's mind on the internet. <laughs> you really do like Cloverfield, don't you? You like it. Yes, I really do. I fucking love Cloverfield so much. I'm this won't be the last people will hear of me talking about Cloverfield. In fact, there might be a special review of Cloverfield, even in the, in the Blu-ray. I, I, I couldn't do it justice. <laughs> I really <can't>. Oh, cool. <laughs> I think that pretty much does it. Uh, I think so, yeah. I mean, overall, I'd, I'd definitely recommend people um, go see this at the cinema um, rather than wait for, wait for it to come out on Blu-ray or whatever. Um, it's definitely worth catching on, on as big a screen as, as you can find um, with the, uh, the most powerful sound system you can find. Um, yeah. It's definitely worth it for that experience. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, overall, I, I gave it a solid kind of, I don't know, 8 out of 10 if we're going to give it ratings. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth going to see at the movies, at the picture show, picture show house. I think 8 out of 10's about right. Or, to put it <clears> another way, I give it roar out of five. <laughs> oh. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you should do that every week. Give something a raw rating from now on, regardless of what the movie is. <laughs> Just with no context. Godzilla is going to end up review- giving scores at the end of every single review. I, 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 there are worse ideas. To be <laughs> get his sound effect and just give him a certain <laughs> number of roars at the end. <laughs> but then, like, three out of five, that's not a. A raw, raw <laughs> out of five is good because four and raw, it's raw yeah. very similar because. Right. Uh, I think we'll call it. Um, mm. If you've listened this far, hopefully you already saw the film <laughs> because we <laughs> talked about pretty much everything we could think of that was a spoiler. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it too. If not, feel free to comment wherever you see this file on the internet. I don't know where you'll have seen it. Um, and I will be doing another one of these next week because next week is X-Men Days of Future Past hell yeah and I'm looking forward to that Uh, maybe you'll even be with me next time Don maybe I will maybe I will who knows right thank you for (laughs) listening everybody Uh, so goodbye from me that's goodbye from me thank you very much thank you John